presenting the transcription feature, Superman. And now, Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle against crime and injustice. A black shroud of mystery and terror surrounds the Clara M., last of the old clipper ships bound on a round-the-world cruise with Clark Kent and Jimmy Olsen aboard. To find out what lay behind the strange things happening aboard ships, Clark Kent, in our last episode, assumed his true identity of Superman and flew back to Metropolis. Even though a storm was raging when he left, Superman felt certain no harm would come to those on board, since the Clara M was a staunch and seaworthy craft. But Superman could not foresee what was to happen. As our last episode ended, the anchor cable slipped, dropping the heavy anchor to the side of the ship. As the Clara M heeled over in the turbulent sea, the anchor crashed against the hull again and again, breaking the stout timbers. Listen. We'll never get that anchor up. The windlass is jammed. Someone's got to go overside to lash it down. That's suicide, sir, and you know it. Anybody gets caught between the anchor and the side of the ship, he'll be crushed to death. Hey, but it's got to be done, and... That's it. That's the sir. What are you about? I'm going overside, Mr. Barnaby. You can't do it, sir. Someone's got to do it, Mr. Barnaby. Or that confounded anchor will patch a hole in the side big enough to send us to the bottom. Hang clear, man. Captain Hawkins, say you'll be killed if you get caught between that anchor and the side of the ship. The lad's right, Captain. Someone's got to go overside, but it can't be you. We need you here. Hey, your talk, Mr. Barnaby. I am master of this vessel. You think I'll stand by and watch her pounded to pieces while you talk about what's to be done? Out of my way. Captain, you try Hurry that line. At once, you hear. I'll have you tossed in irons the minute we're out of this. Hey, sir. Here's the line, sir. Captain, you mustn't. Mr. Barnaby, make him listen to you. That anchor crashing against the side. If he gets caught between that and the ship... He knows the chances he's taking, lad. Get that line lashed around it in your waist, Captain. Aye, Mr. Barnaby. You there. Hand me that cable. Aye, sir. Ah, Captain, you mustn't do it. Someone else... Hey, get... I know what I'm about. Aye. Hold fast. There's another big one this way. Pound the lad on the back. He ships some water. Hey, all right, now, lad, all right. Oh, oh. Yeah. I'm all right now. Swallowed a lot of water. Yeah, he'll be all right. We've got a few minutes before the next one. Grab that line, you man, that'll lure me over the side. Lively there. Come on, take it. Lively. Oh, my sight, you almost fire. I'll screw you off the yard now. Lively. Ready, Captain? Ready. Hey, good luck, sir. And watch that anchor. You watch the men on that line, mister, and leave the anchor to me. Hold hard, lads. I'm going over. Gosh, I hope he's going to be all right. It's getting worse, Mr. Barnaby, a lot worse. We're healing over. Watch that line, lads. Hold hard. The captain, is he all right? Uh, He's trying to get the cable around the anchor. If you can just hold it for a few minutes and... Hold fast. And then we'll be with him, please. Captain Hawkins, sir. Captain. Captain's all right. He's still there. Look to the lad. What? Right. Uh, ship water again. Yes, I'm all right now. The captain, Mr. Barnaby. Uh, he's all right. But he's lost his grip on the anchor. Blow me down if I had more than one leg. Look out for you, you lad. Captain. Hello there. Keep your eye on that anchor. Captain. 
Barnaby. It got him. Couldn't get out of the way in time. Bring him up, lads. Bring him up. Look to it. Lively. Heave. One more. One more and he's over. Heave. Why is white as fish belly? Captain Hawkins. Uh, never find me. The anchor. Oh. Get somebody Where? over tonight, quick. Where did he get you? Are you hurt bad? I... But yes, something broken inside me. But never mind. Get that anchor lashed down. Get it lashed down. can't be done, sir. We've got to take our chances on it. I won't ask anyone else to take the risk, and I can't take it myself. I don't believe that, you... Yes, you can't be low, sir. We'll be taken to the boat before long, and you'd better be ready to go with us. I'll not go below. I'll not go below. Someone goes overside to save my ship. She's my ship, you hear? Mine. And I'll not see her go down. Gosh, did you hear the anchor that time? It sounded like wood splinter. Uh, the hull's going, caving in. Well, if only Superman were here. What? What time is it? Almost eight bells, sir. Midnight. Uh, five hours till dawn. We'll never, never last that long. We'll last. Now you've got to get below, sir. I'll not go below, I tell you. Because someone goes overside. Flash my eyes, Captain. I told you. You've told me. You've told me. This is my ship, mister. And by heavens, I'll give the orders. Nobody's questioning your right to give orders, yeah, Somebody's got to go overside. Somebody's got to lash that anchor down. All right, all right. I'll go myself. Now, will you go below? Uh, uh, you Barnaby, only one leg. My, my leg, never mind anything. He's killing you, sir. He's fainted. Get him below. I live here, Bobby. There. Get that light off the captain's waist and take him below. Mr. Barnaby, you don't mean you're going to do it. You can't go overside. Devil, I can. It's a wooden leg I've got, lad. Not a wooden body. Just let me get this line lashed around me. And see you. I'll show you a trick or two. All right, now you mean? Get me over the side. Look at the bottom of your castle. No, your castle. Reach to the line. Reach to. I'll break your skulls and set pieces. Hold that line, lad. Hold over them. Steady. Steady, does it? Look sharp below there, sir. Find the anchor, sir. We're healing over. Mr. Barnaby. Mr. Barnaby, sir. Oh, clear. Uh, go on. If it touched me, I'll have that cable around there. It's short order. How'd she look, Mr. Barnaby? Hey, the tide's starting to go. There's a small hole, Master. Take your ears. I'll be with me if I don't like that. Bless my eyes. Bless the seven seas. Uh, uh, and hang me for a cutthroat fire. What's the matter? Please. I slipped. It wouldn't leak. Just touching a hole. What's that? It's like fudge. Didn't you hear Barnaby's caught down there? Hold him up, lad. Hold him up, lad. You'll pull him in half. Can't you see his legs caught down there? Uh, can he get loose? He's fine. But if that anchor starts swinging again... Uh, he's finished the results. But look! Take the boat. We're healing over again. The anchor! Barnaby! I can't get loose. I can't get loose. The anchor. It's swinging away from the side again. Why? When we heal back again. Look out! There she comes! He's finished. He's done for. Nothing can save him now. Meanwhile, several hundred miles away in Metropolis, Superman in the guise of Clark Kent pursues his investigation in a waterfront tavern. 
say you shipped aboard the Clara M from 1910 to 1917, eh? Hey, that's it, isn't it? You knew Captain Hawkinson pretty well, eh? Hey. Well, then tell me, what sort of... Steady on, lad. Taking a reef in my tongue till I see the color of your money. Oh, well, I promised you $10 if you'd give me the information I wanted. Hey, you did. Very well. Here's a $10 bill. Yeah. Thank you, lad. Now, now Hold I... on now, sailor. You'll get half of this $10 bill now and the other half when you tell me what I want to know. There you are. When you tell me all I want to know, the other half is yours. Hey, that's fair enough. Let's fly with your questions, lad. Tell me what you know about Captain Hawkins. Captain Hawkins? Mm-hmm. Let me see now. Good master, Hawkins. Bit easy going in some ways, but stern enough in others. Bachelor he was, never married. Was said he was married to one thing, and that was the Clara Am. That's so? He often said if the Clara Am was taken from him, it'd be like losing his own life. Aye, lad. The Clara Am was his life. Let's see. Anything else? Well, no, there. No. Oh, not that I know of. So if you'll just let me have the other half of the tenor... Now, wait just a minute. Tell me, what do you know about the Whistler? Hey, I've got to be going. It's almost midnight and my ship is sailing in less than half an hour. Good night to you, lad. Wait a minute now. Don't forget I've still got the other half of that ten dollars. And you may keep it for all of me. Now, hold on here. All I want to know is whatever you can tell me about the legend of the Whistler and the ten dollars is yours. And I'll never earn it, lad. Whatever I know about the whistler, I'm keeping to myself. And you can lay to this. You'll not find a sailor man anywhere who'll be willing to talk about it for any amount. Good night to you. Wait a minute. Here, you can have the other half. And thank you. Ah, thank you, lad. You're a good man, so I'll be giving you a tip. In a friendly kind of way, mind you. Steer your course away from asking questions about the whistler. It'll do you no good. Or anyone else. Good night, sir. Good night. Well, all I managed to find out was that Captain Hawkins has an almost insane love for his ship. I'm also convinced that there's more behind the legend of the Whistler than anyone is willing to tell. Well, I'm going to be getting back to the Clara M. Hmm. No sign of a storm here, but there's probably a big one raging out at sea right this minute. Hmm. Twelve o'clock. I'd better change to Superman and get back to the Clara M. Up! Up! And away! Unknown to Superman, peril hovers over the Clara M. Peak Barnaby is in grave danger as the clipper ship heels over in the storm and the anchor comes crashing toward him. Can Superman possibly arrive in time? Be sure to hear the next exciting episode of our story with Superman. Tune in the next thrilling installment of the transcription feature, Superman. Up in the sky! Look! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine.
Hey guys, it's Morgan with the Super Museum in Metropolis, Illinois. You're listening to the Superman Radio Revisited podcast. Be sure to check us out in Metropolis, Illinois, home of Superman. Thanks, guys. Bye. Well, what do you make of this uh, Superman business? Episode 172, March 17th, 1941. The last of the Clipper Ships, six. 82 years later. Welcome, me laddies and lassies, to a special St. Patrick's Day edition of Superman Radio Revisited. I am your host, Matt, and this episode is being recorded during spring break on location at Panama City Beach, Florida. Hopefully this audio comes out good. It's kind of windy, but I don't think I can beat the ambiance of being on the coast of the Gulf of Mexico, especially considering the material that we're covering. My wife, daughters, and I drove here, and on the way, we were able to check out the home of Superman, Metropolis, Illinois. We got some great pictures with the Superman statue, and I enjoyed talking with Adam and Morgan, who were in the Super Museum. Morgan is the daughter of Jim Hambrick, founder of the Super Museum, and she was nice enough to record the intro for today's show. Adam told me he had played the radio serial in the background in the past at the Super Museum, but since the radio serial took place during World War II, and it was a different time, he doesn't play it now because there might be terms used that would be deemed racially offensive today. I had the pleasure of meeting Jim Hambrick the first time I went to Metropolis, which was over 20 years ago when I went with my girlfriend, Heather, now my wife. It won't happen this year, but I really want to make it to a Superman celebration in the future. The Superman celebration takes place in June and looks like it would be a fantastic time. It is basically a Superman convention with celebrity guests and comic book professionals. Panama City Beach is beautiful. And the place we are staying has an oceanfront view, and we can walk to the water. I even got to do some research for the podcast when we went on a sailboat to Shell Island. We were able to see dolphins, and afterward, we ate at a great restaurant called Dat Cajun Place, where I had oysters on the half shell, oyster power. All right, let's get into the commentary for this episode. We left off with quite the ending last time and pick it back up during the storm with Captain Hawkins risking his life to go over the side of the Clara M while men hold him by a line so he can lash down the anchor which broke loose and threatens to smash a hole through the hole of the ship. This does not go well and Captain Hawkins ends up getting seriously injured. I'm guessing he has got some cracked ribs. Teak Barnaby, the first mate, is going to be the next to attempt to lash down the anchor. He ends up getting stuck when his wooden leg slips into a hole. And if the anchor smashes him, he could also be seriously injured or killed. Kind of like wood splinter. Uh, the hull's going caving in. Well, if only Superman were here. What? What time is it? Almost eight bells, sir. Midnight. Uh. If only Jimmy had some kind of signal watch so he could get Superman's attention. So where is Superman? He had flown back to the Metropolis waterfront in order to get information on the crew of the Clara M. 
Superman, as Clark Kent, is asking around for information. I'm thinking he should take a page from Bruce Wayne's book, though. Bruce disguises himself as an alias named Matches Malone when he is seeking information from the criminal underworld. Matches Malone doesn't appear until Batman number 242, which has a cover date of June 1972. I love seeing him in stories, and I think Clark would benefit by having a third identity when he doesn't want to be identified as Superman or Clark. I suggest Toothpicks Terry. What if Perry White was in the mood for some seafood and he saw Clark at this waterfront tavern? That would not bode well for the secret identity. Clark ends up offering someone $10 for the information he seeks. Adjusted for inflation, $10 in 1941 would be worth about $10 in 2023, plus $200 more. This person says he shipped aboard the Clara M from 1910 to 1917. Clark gets pretty sassy here. Thank you, lad. Now, hold on, sailor. You'll get half of this $10 bill now, and the other half when you tell me what I want to know. There you are. When you tell me all I want to know, the other half is yours. That's fair enough. Let's fly with your questions, lad. I do believe ripping money in half is illegal. And you can't spend half of a $10 bill as $5.00. Adjusting for inflation, which would have went for about $105 in 1941. Since I said Clark Kent can be a bit of a square in an earlier episode, I did like hearing this in the episode as a way to keep the sailor talking. A piece of tape should do the trick and make the bill whole again, after all. All Clark manages to find out is that Captain Hawkins has an almost insane love for the Clara M. And the sailor clammed up and was not willing to talk about the legend of the Whistler. He was willing to leave without the other half of the $10 bill. Clark gives it to him anyway, and the sailor warned Clark to steer his course away from asking questions about the Whistler. Clark then decides he should get back to the Clara M. The clipper ship he left just as a storm was about to hit. Are you sure you don't want a sandwich first, Clark? Maybe a beer? Will Clark get to the Clara M in time to save Teak Barnaby and everyone aboard? I'll let you half of a $10 bill that he will. And we'll find out next episode. I'm looking forward to that. Outside the radio serial on March 17th, 1941, we had some famous birthdays. Clarence Collins, American doo-wop singer for the Imperials, one of their hits being Tears on My Pillow, was born in Brooklyn, New York. Edward Harper, English composer, born in Taunton, England. And Paul Kantner, American rock singer and guitarist for Jefferson Airplane, Jefferson Starship, born in San Francisco, California. And Wang Jinping, Taiwanese politician. A famous death that I'm going to note because it looks like it has to do with World War II was Joachim Schiffke, German Commandant, U-100, dies in battle. All right. Intergalactic interaction. Thank you for retweeting the last episode to J.P. Roca 
at OD Fashion Outlaw. He tweeted, Enjoy the podcast and always enjoy each series theme. Thank you for that, Jack. And I did pass that on to Man's Ear, who has done the themes, including the one for this episode, Lament of the Last Clippership. I always enjoy the theme they have done as well. Coffee and Comics at Coffee and Comics BLG tweeted, Much appreciated in response to me playing the promo for his Fan Films Friday podcast last episode, and also quoted the episode tweeting, An amazing podcast to listen to, especially if you like Superman. Thank you, Clinton, who is also the host of the Coffee and Comics podcast. Russell Bragg also retweeted and shared on Facebook and said, Sail along with Matt as he continues this storyline of Superman during his radio days. And Russell hosted the DC or the yeah, the DC Comics Presents show, and I have given that podcast a five star review. And Stephen Orr also shared the last episode on Facebook. And Stephen is one of the hosts of the Superman Super Show, which have also given a five star review to that podcast on Apple Podcasts. Thank you for spreading the show, and I think it is the best way to grow my audience. Tell a friend. It would be much appreciated. You got a galloping tongue. Let's get those tongues galloping. If you have comments, questions, or feedback, I can be reached on Twitter, at Radio Superman, and there is a Superman Radio Revisited Facebook group. I would love it if you joined. I also just started an email for the show, and that is EarthRSuperman at gmail.com. The Last of the Clipper Ships storyline runs for 20 episodes, which is the longest storyline so far on the radio serial. So I would like listener input for an idea I'm kicking around. If you would like me to start covering two episodes of the radio serial per podcast, please let me know and I will do that for the last of the Clipper Ships episodes 11 through 20 if more people want that. That means you also need to let me know if you want me to stick to one episode per podcast. I'm going to try to make this closer to a weekly podcast, so if you have a particular day of the week you want episodes to drop, you can let me know that too. Thank you for listening to the Superman Radio Revisited Podcast. Superman was created by Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster in his copyright DC Comics. And the I'm going to close the show with White Rabbit by Jefferson Airplane. And music is copyright, the respective copyright holder. Hi folks, Sean Ingle here. And Strange Disembodied Voice here. And we're here to talk about the new direction going on over at Just One of the Guys, a Green Lantern podcast. Like our in-depth coverage of the Howard Chaykin pen, Guy Gurker, Collateral Damage. No, because that book was utter sh**. But we are moving into the Judd Winnick run on Green Lantern, where we'll get stories about psychotic ring wielders, teenage sexual identity issues, and Kyle becoming an nearly godlike bee. And yet, still not as weird as Guy Gardner's warrior face. Yeah, you may have a point there. Plus, we'll be covering the ancillary books that came out at the same time, including Circle of Fire, A Thousand and One Emerald Knights, The Black Circle Green Arrow Crossover, and so much more. Which will easily make up for not covering collateral damage. Also, if you're subscribing to the show via iTunes, be sure to go to Two True Freaks Presents Just One of the Guys to make sure you get new episodes updated weekly. 
So, they kicked you off the main feed? No, they just streamlined it, so the two True Freaks proper shows would only be on it. Are you sure it's not because Scott doesn't want a Green Lantern podcast on the network? Uh, no. In fact, he's spoken very glowingly about the show. I mean, he's even offered to come on into a guest bit. He said he really likes it, and despite his fact that he doesn't like Green Lantern all that much, he's come check out Just One of the Guys over at TwoTrueFreaks.com and subscribe in iTunes at Two True Freaks Presents Just One of the Guys. You'll be glad you did, or double your money back. Thank you.